Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. Hey, happy driving today. Look at that moon, everybody. Check that out. Uh, Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Pat, and this is the Dr. Pat Show, but it's more than that. This is where I get to talk to thought leaders from all over the world to bring you the solutions, the conversations you want to hear more of. Today, we're talking with Dr. Loretta Billups for a reason, because we're going to talk about this thing, when divorce is inevitable. Now, just so you know, why is that a thing to talk about? Well, one, she is somebody that is in the world. She's, first of all, she's a clinician. She's relationship and mental health coach. She has a master's in forensic psychology. I could go on a doctor in applied clinical psychology. But what is this topic about and what does it really mean? So when you're her and you have seen pretty much everything, When you're working with the deputy sheriff and you're down in Los Angeles County, and I know a lot about this because my roommates were probation officers. When you're down there, what are you learning? What are you seeing? But this show goes beyond that because she has treated countless people when it comes to depression, psychosis, anxiety, mood disorder, variations of trauma and mental illness. And I want to tell you something. If you don't think that hearing the D word the D word, right, causes you a state of shock, even if you're the one saying it, Mm -hmm. get ready for this show. When divorce is inevitable, the dreaded D word, Dr. (laughs) Dr. B, right? I mean, whether you are the one that is issuing the divorce or the, right? I mean, it still has an effect. Let's talk about this and where we are. What's the state of the union around divorce, if you could? Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Welcome, morning, everyone. Uh, so, the state of the union around divorce is that, to my surprise, <laughs> divorce is declining. Um, since 2011 to 2019, divorces have been steadily going down. I believe the percent is from 17.4 percent to 13.5 percent um, in the last few years, as I've mentioned. And the reasons for that is, as we discussed earlier, COVID. And people are not getting married anymore. Yeah. Look, a lot of reasons, a lot of good mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah. Uh, uh, you and I both get plugged into a lot of statistics, right? I mean, sometimes yeah. you may, you wake up and you say, I just want to look at the full moon this morning, but <laughs> you can't help the statistics. And the latest study that I read, and it was a big study with a lot of, um, had a lot of people in it. I couldn't believe it. And they, 87% of the people, right? 87% say they feel like they're in a constant state of trauma, that it's one crisis after another. And I got to tell you, I'm right there with them um, for a lot of reasons. And so when we hear about this, do you think COVID had an effect on people? And and, okay, I'm going to say something controversial. All right, you ready? Yes. 
I do not think the effects of COVID or COVID is over. So that is counter to what we're hearing out of Washington. Why? Because we're not considering people in that equation. But right. do you, what do you think the impact of COVID has had, just from your professional opinion? In, in terms of mental health, it has the anxieties through the roof, especially with adolescents. Um, as I've shared previously, I work at a mental health hospital um, as well. And the influx of adolescents and, and youth, and children as young as six years old, are coming in because of the isolation and the, the increase of anxiety and the intrusive thoughts that they have wanting to take their lives. Um, and again, that's on the, the, the children level. On, on the adult level, it's almost the same in terms of the anxiety and the feeling that they're alone and the depression has skyrocketed. But in terms of marriage, um, all of a sudden you go from, hey, I, I only see you from X amount of hours a day, and now we're together all day, right? And so now, huh, I'm getting to know another side of my spouse, possibly. Um, you know, we, we weren't interacting with each other so much. And those, those breaks are, are welcome from each other, right? And then all of a sudden we're spending 10, 12, 24 hours a day, and you probably really get to know a side of your spouse that you probably didn't notice before. And, you know, when we're thinking about this, I want to ask you this question, too. Um, you are educating people. You're educating women. You have workshops. You have things that you're setting up so that we understand how to recognize, be alert, be aware, because I think there are signs. But let's talk about the dreaded D word now. Because I think you're right about the impact of this, right? I, I think it's a, uh, what did they say? A sleeping giant, so to speak. Yes. Right? Of people that are just not, um, to, to just, to, to, it's too much. It's like, I know I'm miserable. I know we're not getting along, but I can't quite go to the D word. I just can't take not one more thing. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, it, it's it's a lot to bear, you know, um, a lot of marriages um, and for whatever reasons, you know, we all have our, our deal breaker. But I mean, if, if you're starting to feel that it's too much to bear, I always recommend first to have mm. a conversation with your partner Thank and you. communicate your needs and what you're feeling and maybe what mm -hmm. you're not getting from the relationship. If, if that doesn't seem to work, then step it up. Go to an unbiased person, whether it's a therapist or a coach, or you maybe even want to invoke a, a family member um, that you know that has your best interest or your both of your best interests at yeah. heart and have those conversations. Um, it doesn't necessarily always have to rise to the D word, but if you start to have those anxieties, definitely a conversation needs to be had. I think the C word is worse. I think when you ask people to have communication, I think that just puts them, it puts like, you know, total panic. But let's talk about from your perspective, what are the most common things you're seeing? Why are people or why are marriages ending in divorce from where you sit today? So that I, through my research, as well as the conversations that I've had for both professionally and personally, and as well as my experience, marriages are ending for financial reasons. Maybe you have a partner that is spending too much or not enough money is coming in the, whole, uh, in the home or just a poor relationship with money overall. So, and that's 41% of marriages, by the way, that end for financial reasons. Of course, infidelity, 
right? Whether it's physical or emotional um, uh, intimacy. And then there's the constant arguing and bickering. That's around 57.7% for marriages. Um, not being prepared, uh, intimate partner violence or emotional abuse, 23.5% for that. Uh, the C word again, 65% in because of poor communication, lack of intimacy, uh, changes in weight, although that sounds very superficial, but no, you know, it is a thing. Um, not being seen as equals, right? Substance abuse is uh is another thing, and of course, marrying way too young. So those are the top 10 reasons that I come across again based on my overall experience. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because these are these are across the board. I had a, a question come in last week on a show that, you know, asked about relationships and said, you know, Pat, when you guys are talking about this, are these things you're bringing up the same for same sex relationships and same sex marriages? And I answered the question and I said, I don't know why they wouldn't be. Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're talking people. So exactly. I just want to be really Humans. clear. It's people. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, You're yeah. humans. You know, yeah. it's it doesn't matter what the sex or how you identify. No, You're no. human and we have needs and we're emotional creatures. And so, yes, these same these same things would um, go across again, no matter what the gender is. Yeah. Now, my mama used to say I talk about my stepmom a lot these days. I think I'm channeling her. She's given me some wisdom. This is the woman that taught me everything from how to hold a fork. Seriously. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was like, I, when I say I was a wild child, I really was. I really didn't have very many tools to how to, pers how to persevere. But yeah. she did also say this thing. She used to say, girls, you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them. And I never <laughs> thought she was talking about people, but she was. You know, isn't this the age old question when it comes to the D word? Right. Exactly. And I do love that song. You gotta know when to hold them. Okay, that's not mine. No when to hey. hold them. Benny's gonna bring that thing up, right? Exactly. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So everyone has their deal breaker, right? What goes for me or maybe what I can't tolerate in a relationship may be different for you or anyone else, right? But I definitely think, in my opinion, and as well as based on my experience, when it becomes physical. When there's physical abuse, when there's emotional oh. abuse, those are definitely, it's, it's time to, to fold them and walk away. Um, oh and then also too, you know, if you have exhausted all means to salvage a relationship, meaning you've gone to coaching, you've gone to therapy, um, we talked about, you know, talking to a mutual friend or an unbiased um, a family member, something along that, and it still isn't working out, yeah. maybe it's time to walk away. And I want to just I want to just pivot on this for you because I want to talk to you about this when we come back. Um, you know, part of the conversation is really looking at these signs. You know, it's funny that I'm doing this little thing with the songs. There's also another song by uh, Carrie Underwood, and Benny's going to have to help me with this. But there's a line in the song where she takes her keys and she runs it down somebody's car because they're cheating. Now look, if it gets to that point, you have missed the signs. Exactly. I'm just saying, if it exactly. gets to the point where you're going to take your car, you take your keys and you're going to run it down the car because you caught him or her cheating, right. that is so far beyond the signs that were given to you. There exactly. are signs, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
there, there are always things that we miss out on, maybe because we're so deep in the relationship, um, which could be a good or bad thing. But definitely, you know, you're, you're probably growing apart. Uh, you know, you're not spending as much time when you, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of laughing at this, but when you prefer to be in traffic rather than to be at home, <laughs> you know, there's definitely signs that things aren't working out. You know, and like I said, definitely the physical abuse and the emotional abuse, yeah. um, you know, are definitely things that you want to avoid. Mm -hmm. And if it does come up, it's time to have those conversations of making an exit strategy. I want to talk about those when we come back from break, because there are some things that are just not negotiable and they affect the entire family. Um, and thank you, Benny. Before He Cheats is the name of the Carrie Underwood song. Um, right. uh, yeah, I mean, look, a gazillion signs before he cheats, a, a gazillion million signs. Yes. But what are they and what do you do about them? Now, here we are. We're going to talk about, you know, when we come back, we're going to talk more about the reasons. But have you heard? I got to stay because of the children. I have to stay because of the children. Now, Absolutely. when is that true? And when is it not true? No form of abuse should keep you in a situation. Uh, before we go to break, Dr. B, I would love for you to tell everybody how they can find out about you. And you've got an upcoming workshop, right? I sure do. So if you want to contact me, first, you can call me at 424-287-7410. Or you could check out my website, cultivatingyourlife.com, and you could definitely connect with me there. But I do have a workshop coming up on the uh, 21st of November, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you go to womenbegins.com, you can register for the workshop. And there we'll be talking about those flags, knowing the red flags and, of course, the healthy flags and when to walk away. I love it. When we come back, I don't care how old you are. I don't care where you are. We were grown children when my mom and dad had a converse. I mean, we were grown. We were mm -hmm. not like 10, 15. We were older children. And when we were hearing stuff that things were not going well with mom and dad, you know, it was interesting to see the family dynamic. But what about children? What happens if they're involved? Who should be the one to tell them? Right. Not from your Twitter account, people. <laughs> Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about maximum medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and maximum medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. 
Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. Are you looking for a way to break old habits that are holding you back from reaching your true potential and living the life you deserve? Well, look no further than Dr. Loretta Billups. She is a clinician and a relationship and mental health coach that will assist you with reaching your purpose. She will hold you accountable so that your desires are now a reality. Connect with Dr. B at cultivatingyourlife.com and find your path today. That's cultivatingyourlife.com. Tune into the Life Strategy Show with your life strategy mentor, Lolita Smith, and say yes to bringing prosperity and success to your future right here and right now. Life is a picture of your mind, and Lolita is here to help you imagine it. Say goodbye to the strings of the past that have been holding you back for far too long. Rise up with Lolita and say yes to the solutions, prosperity, and unlimited possibility. Visit LifeStrategyMentor.com. That's LifeStrategyMentor.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you, Benny. Thank you, Kenny and Benny. Benny Man, that would be great if it was the two of us. (laughs) Benny and Kenny talking about the real reason for that song. You know it. Wow. I know. I mean, I love it. I can just going to be in my mind all day today. Um, Welcome back, everybody. I want to just make sure you all know we're talking about when divorce is inevitable. If you want to have a conversation with us, 1-800-930-2819. Dr. Loretta Billups is joining me here today. Um, before Before we talk about children and before we get back to abuse and what's not negotiable, would you mind telling people again about the workshop, what it is, how they can register, please? Absolutely. So you can register at women, W-O-M-E-N, begins.com. And it's November 21st at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it's knowing the flags, knowing the flags in a relationship, not just the red, the healthy flags, and then how to communicate your needs to your partner. So hoping to see you all there. Yeah, you don't want to have to go through an entire uh, TV series to figure out what's working in your relationships and what's not. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, and you certainly don't want the song Creep to be your motto. Uh, <laughs> look, um, children, I don't even know where to begin with this, but I'm going to kick it back to you because when children are, are involved, then we have like dot, dot, dot that comes after it. Exactly, exactly. And so, yeah, that's a tough one because I know from a lot of conversations that I've had with parents that, but what about the kids? What about the kids? I don't want them to experience this and I don't want them to experience that. And I completely understand that. But there comes a time, as we mentioned, that you need to walk away when their children, when even when the children are involved. So I'll share with you and the audience that my first marriage, um, he was abusive emotionally and physically. And so did I have red flags? Of course I did. Did I ignore them? Eh, Maybe, but 
when the abuse started to affect my children, what they were seeing, what they were picking up, um, how, how much anxiety that they had, I knew that it was time to walk away. It was one thing to physically abuse me and I should have probably walked away a lot sooner, but when I saw that how it was affecting my children, yeah, it's definitely time to walk away. And yeah. so, you know, it's 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 really rough. Like I said, a lot of parents want to stay in it because of the children and they don't want to have that to that break. And divorce is traumatizing, yeah. right? But also what they're witnessing is traumatizing. And you need to have a, a conversation with yourself to see if this is something you want to continue to put your children through. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine, she has several children, and, you know, what was fascinating about COVID, there were so many things about COVID that that I can pull away that are positive. Um, I don't know if they equal the amount of, you, you know, trauma that COVID has created, and, and, and I'm calling it COVID, but it's COVID and all of the artifacts of COVID. But mm-hmm. one of the things that they were saying was that, you know, they had to look in their children's eyes for three years now, almost three years now and see how their behavior was affecting their children on a day-to-day basis. And that is not something that they ever saw before. And, and, and what they're saying is, and to be honest with you, we didn't know what to do. We just knew we had to do something different. You know, we saw our kids, we saw the dog. She was saying, we saw the dog like hide under the bed every day. And we know the dog doesn't hide in the bed when we go to work, but the dog is like hiding. And she said, I think my kids just wanted to hide. As a matter of fact, she said, one of her kids put up a tent. Wow. (laughs) When your kid puts up a tent in your house, (laughs) you better look at that. Uh, Because I got to tell you, I felt like putting up a tent in my house here a few times. But let's give us some signs. I mean, those to me are so is the kid having fun? Maybe. No, it, it, you put the tent up because, and you spend your half day in your tent. You're doing your homework in your tent, in your house. Somebody right. better be saying why Dr. B, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now that's a tell, telltale sign that something <laughs> is wrong, but um, yeah, there's a, a lot of signs that we could talk about in terms of how the children are being affected, right? We want to look out at acting out right? Mm-hmm. Tantrums, um, symptoms of depression, as I mentioned. So maybe they're sad, they're isolative. The tent is a isolating, right? Yeah. Uh, the fluctuation in mood, crying, sleep disturbances, you know, make, maybe waking up in the middle of the night because they're having nightmares, um, selectively mute, you know, uh, bedwetting is another one. Oh, uh, lashing right. out. Yeah. Lack mm-hmm. of communication, of the anxiety part, right? Maybe they're nail biting. Uh, you see the worry and the fear. Uh, wanting to run away is another one. Self-harm is a big one. Maybe you start to notice that your children are, are hurting themselves. They're cutting, uh, burning, things of that nature. And then of course, suicidality and homicidality. Yeah. And I, I know, know that sounds extreme, but these yeah. things do happen. Yeah. Can I talk about one other? And I want to just uh, get your take on this. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to use the analogy of, of children are like our pets, but they mm-hmm. are in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. When we don't give them the right attention or the proper attention, 
we know how our animal friends really take that out on us in a million ways. Now, children, they may not do the extremes because, again, these are animals, right? But there are signs where they're trying to get our attention. Can you talk about that? Because how many times do we see what is the, I don't like this term, but let me use it. How many times do we see our children act out, especially after we just showed them how to do that, right? But let's talk about the more subtle signs, if we could, for people, because it's the nuances are where we're going to get information in time to make an adjustment, right? Right, absolutely. Some of your more subtle signs would probably be like attachment. Maybe they're a little more attached to you, like, hey, you weren't this clingy before. Uh, maybe now they want to sleep in the bed with you because they're, they're scared, right? Um, those are some of your more subtle signs when something is going on and, and, and they pay attention, right? They absorb everything that we do. They're watching our every move. Um, so I would say that's probably more your, your subtle signs. Definitely yeah. the clinginess, the attention yeah. um, and want to be you know, right at your side. Yep. And I will tell you, there are some extremes to that. I just want to tell everybody that are not done on purpose. But, you know, have you noticed that your your children are getting hurt, having accidents more often, right? Mm -hmm. Is it because they're automatically clumsy? Or is it really because they just can't find any other way to get your attention? But all of these are signs. How do we talk to our kids? Because they're realizing there is a rift going right. on between the parents. So how do we have a conversation? Is it mommy and daddy are having a tough time it's got to be something better than that <laughs> i hope or i hope it's not a text um, <laughs> oh because, no yeah, yeah um definitely well you want to definitely look at the maturity of your child and if they are emotionally ready to receive this information and have those discussions based on their maturity level so maybe of course a conversation with a six-year-old versus a 12-year-old versus yeah. an 18-year-old versus your adult child is going to be different and you have to use language that they can understand so if i'm talking to a six-year-old um i would tell them first of all backtrack always be honest hands down always be on honest no matter what but explain to them that you know maybe they haven't noticed ask them if they haven't noticed anything going on in the household and, and hear what they have to say and then take that information and be like well you're right um, mom and dad have not been getting along lately. And because of that, we have decided to separate. And of course, of course, ensure them that this changes nothing with your relationship with them. We're going to love you regardless. You come first. Those things, you know, you want to make sure that they feel safe, despite the fact that this traumatic experience is about to take place, that you ensure them that you love them and you're going to do what Every you can to make sure that they're safe and they feel loved and they still are connected to both parents. Hmm. Yeah. Um, here we go. We're finally having the conversation. It has an effect on everyone. Mm -hmm. Just because the word is out and you've made the big announcement, however you're going to make it, uh, does it give relief to the family or what you, should you do next? We're going to take a short break. This is our last break for the show. And then we're going to go right up to the top. But think about this. You as parents may feel relieved in the moment that you got it off your chest. But you have now just unloaded on your kids. You have now just unloaded on your parents. Right? And you think, got that over with. Yeah. Not so much. 
We're going to take a short break. When we come back, what do we do? How do we handle it? How do we think about what to do with parenting? What's best for the children? Are you able to even think about that? When we come Mm -hmm. back, Dr. Loretta is going to take us through a conversation about the ripple effect. Dr. Loretta Billups joining me here today when divorce is inevitable. Now we're talking about actions. Now we're talking about behaviors. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. It's time to tap into your divine self through angelic guidance. Join your host, Cindy Smith, and co-hosts in The Angel Empowerment Show, From I Can't to I Can, airing every Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn from four of the best angel empowerment practitioners in the field. Together, they will share experiential teachings and offer live, on-air professional angel card readings and much more. For more information, visit CindySmithAEP.com. Do you get stuck in that someday attitude, living the same day over and over again with no action? The Becoming You Show, big ideas that inspire, impact, and influence your life with Leah Rowling is for you. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will have you feeling inspired to take action with purpose and intention. For more information and to get in touch with me, visit www.LeahRowling.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am the creator of the Transformation Network, doing what we do in the world of positive radio, informed, educated, positive media. Independent radio hosts and independent networks have been the face of positive messaging over the past decade. So all of us here have decided we're going to put together an independent network that is going to enable people to bring their positive message of hope, inspiration, and conscious action to the forefront. Help us create a future of amazing, uplifting stories that can be told so we can tell our children and they can tell their children of what hope and conscious action is all about. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You are made for more. I'm Coach Lisa, and I'm here to help you achieve ultimate life satisfaction. Your life matters to the world. Reimagine your future with an individualized life by design approach with my free ebook, The Five C's of Coaching Commitment, Clarity, Coachable, Creative, and Change. Find the transformation you're looking for. Go to lisabelts.com. That's L Y S A B E L T Z.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. When Divorce is Inevitable with Dr. Loretta Billups, I call her Dr. B. Look, if you want to find out more about her, let's just go over there to her website. Also, you can work with her. Uh, There are many, many things you can do. It's cultivatingyourlife.com. But I do want to say, here we go. Workshop on knowing the flags. So good. Knowing the flags. November 21st, 8 a.m. Pacific. You can register at women.com 
begins with the nest.com. This is where you're going to really tap in and understand and how to see things. You know, you don't want to get to that song before he cheats and you got the Louisville slugger and the whole thing going on and you're just going to end yourself up in jail. Don't do that. And so you want to go get plugged in workshop on knowing the flags. What are they? Some are good. Maybe some are more subtle, but if you don't know them, you cannot be aware. If you're not aware, you cannot know what to do. That's why this is very, very powerful. November 21st, 8 a.m. Pacific, you can register at womenbegins.com, right? I mean, this is what we're talking about. We're going to talk about this now. We're going to roll into co-parenting. We're going to talk about the after effect, the ripple effect, because if you are not aware, right, if you're not aware, if you don't understand, you can't possibly figure out what to do in a healthy way, can you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, if, if you're not aware, if you're not knowing, you know, what's going on. Um, a lot of times I think when we're in relationships, and especially depending how long you've been in a relationship and living in that rut, yeah. you have no clue. You become sometimes complacent and you're just yeah. surviving, not thriving, right? Yeah. So yeah, definitely you have no clue. Yeah. And, you know, I, a couple of weeks ago, I don't remember the show I did, but I, I referred to a couple that I was coaching about five years ago and they had written agreements about what each of them should do. And the minute that one of them, I'm not saying which one exceeded the weight goal, mm. they broke up. I'm not kidding. They had these agreements because it was less about, oh, I gained 10 pounds, you know, as if you didn't see it. And it was more about, I can't trust you to keep your agreements. Now, that to me was an extreme. Um, when you peel the layer back, it wasn't really about the weight, right? Right. But the point is this, where do we go after this, right? There's stress in children, we're seeing it. And this mm-hmm. thing that we may feel, which is relief for us, Dr. B, where we say, oh, gosh, oh, I'm so glad I got that off my chest. Oh, no. Now we have to think about what's next. Talk about what's next. How do the right. kids work? Who's going to parent them? Where are they going to parent? All of that. Right. So what I want to say too, is that, um, yes, you do feel a sense of relief, like, oh my God, I've been carrying this weight for however long, right? But the thing is, you have been having these conversations with yourself about six months to a year, however long. So you, you've had that internal dialogue. Now you're telling your children, they haven't had the time to process the way you have, right? You have made amends. Maybe you've, you know, you used your faith um, and, and you feel better about it, but your children, your parents, your friends, all these people, this is new information. They haven't had the length of time to process it. And so it can be very damaging and, and tra- traumatic, especially for the children, right? And so again, you want to have these conversations, age-appropriate conversations with them about what's coming. And so it would be wonderful if you can have a conversation, you and your partner, a mature conversation on how we are going to move forward, right? We both yes. agree divorce is, is inevitable. It's happening. Now, how we're going to proceed, okay? The children are now, you know, on board. They know what's going on. Um, now you have to figure out custody, right? Who's going to get the kids? When, when you're going to get the kids? I guarantee you, if you don't have that conversation with yourself, the court will decide for you. Been right. there, done that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, let's just be very clear on this too. 
you do not want to go to court to figure this out. You you need to really look at figure this out before you get to that level. Um, mm-hmm. Can we talk for a minute about the impact and the effects of this if it's not handled? First of all, there are there's going to be an impact, but there's going to be an impact that's going to be traumatic for children by the way we go about it. You know, look, I studied how to do things and how to break agreements. And the thing that I've learned is the worst effect on trust all across the board for everybody. It's not mm-hmm. so much the end game, but it's how you go about it. Is this work for divorce too? Oh, absolutely. It's definitely how you go about it. You know, a lot of times, unfortunately, because, you know, you, you're tired and you're exhausted from whatever it is that you're going through, it, excuse me, <clears throat> it becomes acrimonious, right? Yes. The yelling, the profanity, whatever the situation may be, but you still need to have conversations um, privately, of course, um, unless you suspect there will be physical abuse about how we can move forward and always, always, always put the children first. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we can say that enough. And, 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 and let's just acknowledge one thing for everybody, if we could. We're talking with folks today because we understand the complexity of this, Dr. B. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, <coughs> if me. people want to know more about how do you go through this, they can call you. Or if they want to know more of, I don't even know what's going on here, they can call you. Because this is a complex situation. Absolutely. This is not easy peasy. This is not as easy as Kenny says, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Well, you do, but then what? Um, when children are involved, talk about fairness. Who decides what's fair? That's a good one because <laughs> it is a good one because honestly, sometimes no matter what, someone is going to feel jilted. Someone's going to feel like, I don't get, I don't get the children enough or whatever the situation may be. But again, you always have to put the children first, have a discussion with them. Um, I don't necessarily agree with children splitting, um, but sometimes, you know, through conversations, you realize, okay, maybe Timmy wants to go with dad or Sarah wants to stay with mom or whatever have you. And, And that might work for your family because there's multiple ways that we can resolve this. The end of the day, we just need to make sure that these children feel safe and whole and know that both of their parents um, love them, but definitely get them involved um, to a certain extent and, and ask them, you know, what their needs are. What, what would you like? And consider it, really consider it and, and hear them out. If you can't do it, <clears throat> if, if you, if you do not feel as parents, that you have the tools, right? And this, this is hard because basically we're not talking, sometimes when we talk about divorce, what I find is we seem to reference middle upper class families that have the resources and tools, but this is not the case. You know, Hollywood would certainly have us believe that that's where divorce happens, but this is people from all walks of life. This is people from different cultures. This is people where you can't even say the divorce word, right, Mm -hmm. at all. You know, when my mom um, went to become Catholic for my dad, my stepmom, she was very young, woman in her 20s. My dad was so much older. And 
she didn't understand how this particular church viewed divorce. She could not become Catholic. I mean, she found, I think we found, we found a bishop somewhere so that my mom could do that, but she could never go through it. I mean, these are situations which we don't even think about. These are multiple impacts, multiple ripple effects that we don't even take into consideration. Mm -hmm. Is it because it's too overwhelming to even think about those things? What is it? I, I think that's part of it. I think definitely it's overwhelming. But when you're in it, you're not, you're just thinking about getting out. This, especially depending <laughs> on how, right? Yeah, how yeah. long you've been in marriage and what is going on in the marriage. You're not thinking about anything else. You're, you're thinking about how can I get out of this and how can I get out of this um, virtually unscathed, which that's not always the case. But you're just thinking about how to survive and wow. how to get to the next day. Wow. Wow. Look, I want to just I want to I don't want to run out of time here. Um, again, for those of you out there, if you want to find out more, if you want to connect. And, and you know, the reason that I'm really we're doing this show is this has come up for from our listeners over and over and over again. And it's about relationships. And we're going to talk about this next, which is, you know, the relationship is over. Yes. No. Do you feel like your marriage failed? And I know this is a hard conversation. That's why Dr. Phillips is here today with us. So cultivatingyourlife.com, please give her a call. Please reach out to her if you've got questions, because everything we're talking about here today is an unknown. Mm -hmm. See, we don't, right, Dr. B, we don't think people listening to this know this. And I can't say this enough, and I'm going to say it again. This is divorce, period. Same sex, it doesn't matter. This right. is divorce. The other thing I want to say to all you all out there, when you're thinking, well, we're not married, we're just breaking up. Hello. Right, Dr. B? I mm. mean, come on. I mean, you're just breaking up. You sure have children. It doesn't matter. It, doesn't it matter. is it's the impact, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's it does it everything that you know, everything that the children have known for how many years has is now going to change oh, everything yeah. and so that may involve going to a different school that may involve now i have to make new friends and so again as parents sometimes we don't think about that because you're so focused on i gotta get out i'm not happy or whatever have you but it's those other things you need to consider you know what i mean you're gonna have to adjust maybe you have to move you know there's so many things the finances are going to change there's so many things that are involved when the D word is in, in, inevitable and, you know, life as you know, it is going to change. You may lose friends, you know, it just, it just really depends on the situation. So it's, it's traumatic for everyone across the board. Okay. I got to just have a, I just got to get your take on this because we didn't talk about it yet. <clears throat> the aftermath of this, I wasn't joking about this. Everything <laughs> is going to change. We know it. Mm -hmm. But this idea that, and how many times have you seen this? We announce our divorce and one of the people is no longer even in the house. Maybe one of the people is thinking, now I'm going to get ready to date. Let's mm -hmm. date. Okay. How do we pick ourselves up after divorce? I know that that's a whole big show, but we need to talk about it. Once the divorce is finalized, right? Mm -hmm. That's still traumatic. Hello, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely. I mean, you're you're essentially getting to know yourself again, especially if you've been in the marriage 10, 15, 20 years, um, you know, before you were, I'll use myself, Loretta, so-and-so, and now I have to adjust to be Loretta, so-and-so. What is she like? What does she like? Who is she without this partner? You know what I mean? And that goes for men and women and, and when, however you identify. It's yeah. a big adjustment. You know, one of the funniest things I remember after my divorce was um, learning to sleep in the middle of the bed. I slept on one side for so long in the marriage. And then even after the divorce, I still slept. And then one day it dawned on me, you have the whole bed. Oh yeah. And then I rolled over. Like even something as minuscule as that is an adjustment. You know, I'm, I'm not kidding, but you don't know these things because you don't know what you don't know. Right. Why do you think, and this is just from where you sit, what are the reasons that people that go through divorce, whether it's parents, whether you have children or not, what is it about us that thinks we could do this all by ourselves? Well, I think that we, no one wants to, you know, come off, I guess, as, as, as meek. So, and, you know, you want other people to view you as powerful and you want to feel empowered. And so that's kind of what we, you know, and, and pride too. Pride is a big one, right? Um, you don't want people to to view you in a certain negative light. So like, hey, I got this. I can do this. Oh, yeah. But inside, you, you're hurting, you know, and, and this is painful. You know, we're, you know, we're throwing in jokes here and there about the Louisville slugger and knowing when to phone them. But this is really, really painful. And this pain could last for a long time. It's literally the seven cycles of, of, of grief, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I want to ask you a question because I had gotten this question in um, a, a text over the weekend um, and, and it's for this show and we have time to really talk about it. Can you both please talk about this idea of no contact? Can you please talk about the, the divorce is over. We go our separate ways. I just don't want to keep getting texts from him. So what am I supposed to do? How do I do this? You know, this is interesting because there is the aftermath where some people cannot go their separate ways for, for whatever reason. Right. This is even more complicated than talking about the divorce, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you do have that one partner that's not, you know, ready to let go. And, and that's understandable because you may be, again, you guys been in this relationship for so long, but you definitely need to have a, a serious conversation and set up some boundaries, you know, like, listen, if you need to get a hold of me and if it's, you know, an emergent situation, by all means. But other than that, maybe we could just communicate, pick a day of the week, you know, or maybe we just communicate around the kids. You don't need to necessarily check in on how I'm doing. I'm fine. But definitely set up some boundaries in regards of how communication should proceed after the divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to just go back and just tell everybody we've talked about a lot today in the show, but I want to get us back to where we started for those of you out there. Um, one is when divorce is inevitable. And, you know, Dr. Loretta Billups is an expert in this field, but also much more than that. 
because this does not come without stress. It doesn't come without emotional impact. It doesn't come without mental and psychological impact. A marriage is one of the, how should we call it? Even today, one of the strongest psychological contracts we have. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the question, trust. Mm -hmm. How many times have we heard, I am never gonna trust again. Yeah. I'm never gonna get in a relationship again. Right. I don't think, I need your take on it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong, so to speak, not to feel like that or to even okay. say it, right? Right. right. Absolutely, because trust is a big factor in any relationship. And nine times out of 10 in, in your relationship, the trust, if you're deciding to go down the line of divorce, the trust was violated. And, you know, you think, gosh, I took a vow with this person and we have children together. We built this home together and they violated my trust. How am I supposed to trust someone with my heart again? Right. But this is where you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable as Brene Brown, who I love, talks about, right? Vulnerability. You have to have to learn yourself to be vulnerable again. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm just going to ignore all the signs. That That's not what that means. However, because you do want to, at some point, I would imagine maybe get into another relationship. And it's not fair to that individual to bring in the sins of the previous relationship. I can't let my trust issues from my previous relationship affect this new relationship. And it doesn't even have to be an intimate partner. Every relationship needs trust. And so if you lose trust in one relationship, it's unfair to bring your trust issues into another relationship. So conversations need to happen. And, you know, when we're talking about this it is really important because one of the things we have not talked about is the, the people around us our family, yeah. our moms, our dads, if they're around, yeah. our friends. This is also where we have to understand and learn some discernment. And I don't even know where to begin that conversation with you because so often we wanna pour our hearts out. We wanna just berate the other person and, as yeah. if we're telling them and they're not gonna, and they're not gonna tell their kids or the kids are not gonna hear it. I mean, can you talk about the best way to go about this and really what discernment may mean? Yeah, so again, you've had time to process this. You've been thinking about this forever long, you know, so you're, you may have been, you've had peace with it. The other parties don't know yet, right? So when you have them those conversations with parents or whoever, you need to truly let them know how you were feeling and how you, what you experienced, you know, and what it would mean to you. Um, you know, to have this divorce go, go through or the separation, whatever. And odds are they've noticed anyway. They probably were the ones that told you not to marry that person. They'll ignore <laughs> that. That's another sign. Um, you know, so they already knew and they might be like, thank you, we've been waiting. But just in case it, it is a shock, you also want to let them know um, to have some boundaries, right? Because they could also be intrusive and you, maybe you're not ready for a whole bunch of questions right now. I just want to give you just the facts, just the facts, ma'am. And then let me figure it out. And then when I'm ready, I'll have this conversation or this come to Jesus moment with you. We can yeah. figure it out from there. Yeah. I got to tell you this. One thing I've learned in going through the pain of this on both sides of it is that I, if I ever do it again or have to do it again, I will not do it alone. 
because Mm -hmm. we don't even know what we don't know. And given where we are with the degree by which people cannot take one more thing, find the services that can help you go to your state, see what kind of services for emotional support, because there's one thing we know, divorce has a psychological toll that it takes, doesn't it? Exactly, exactly. And like you said, don't don't do it alone. Um, use your faith. You know, if you're into church, exactly. or, right? Go to your pastor, you know, have premarital counseling. Again, a coach, a therapist, uh, maybe someone you trust in your family to have these conversations. Someone who's been married 50 years and they've made it, um, you know, through yeah. the divorce. Yeah, have those conversations. Now, I know we got a couple minutes left, but I really want to spend a little time for you to just tell people, what are you going to cover in your upcoming workshop? Tell people about what you cover. Sure, absolutely. So again, it's um, November 21st at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you can register at womenbegins.com. And we're going to dive into the red flags, the things that you maybe ignore, or maybe because we're so in love um, that we miss. And then we're going to talk about the healthy flags. Sometimes the sad part is, you know, you hear the story about, oh, the the woman just wants the bad guy, you know, whatever have you. We don't always want the bad guy. Um, So yeah, let's have those healthy flags, the ones that still open the doors and, you know, those type of, you know, good things. He could, he or she can communicate very well. Right. And then we're going to also talk about how to have conversations when, Things aren't just working out, but it's not, it hasn't risen to the occasion of the D word, but we just need a little tweak. So how to have those conversations and get us back where we used to be, where we need to be in order for this relationship to be successful. Thank you so much for today. Um, Please give out your website again. And then one last question. I'd love to know your personal message, what you'd like to leave us with today. Absolutely. So the website is Cultivating Your Life dot com and again you can reach me there by just going to the um i think there's a page that says uh, how to get in contact you can also excuse me um call me at 424-287-7410 and then i have an email dr.billups at cultivating your life.com and so i'll leave you with this i was looking through um uh, emails the other day and I came across this quote that someone sent me and it's from JK Rowling it says and so rock bottom became the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life Mm -hmm. and for some divorce might be rock bottom but the good news is you can rebuild your life thank you so much uh Dr. Loretta Billups I'm Dr. Pat please reach out if you're going through any version of what you've heard today help is a phone call or an email away 